Good morning, everybody. Let's see what happens, huh? My allergies are really bad, so I'm going to have to blow my nose or something. <laughs> um, I don't want to wait. This is my first satsang, or rather Thursday was, although I've seen YouTube stuff. I don't want to be here in 15 years, still looking for it. And uh, something you said in your introduction yesterday <clears throat> about you might be ready or you might not. You might be chasing your tail. Maybe you have other stuff to do. And I really want to know. Um, I feel like I am. I feel like this is where I want to be. Mm -hmm. But um, I've had a lot of other practices and had glimpses of stuff. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> glimpses of stuff and, and um, there's a lot of peace in my life there's been a lot of drama I've gone through a lot of stuff and you said make that list you know and see yeah. whether there's anything you know I definitely prefer ice cream to raw cabbage but sure. uh, I'd rather be in the woods than in front of my computer working okay. but <coughs> right okay. there's nothing big uh-huh there's nothing big that I that I feel like I'm I need to chase. But when you said um, when you said that about there might be something, I really felt you were talking to me, you know. So I thought, okay, is there something? And um, I want to know because I don't want to chase my tail. I want to <clears throat> I want a self honesty. I want to know whether I'm just pretending or whether I'm just you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping you can like see through and tell me. I don't know. I mean, I've, 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 there's a whole lot more peace, and I get very quiet at times. Mm. And um, is there a feeling that it's done? This living business. It, it kind of is. Mm. Kind of is. Kind of is. Um, I had a lot of family in for spring break um, from all over the country staying with me for a week, including a little 16-month-old baby. Mm. And I was exhausted, and my kids and sisters and family, and but no emotional stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was exhausting, yeah. and I wanted to get out and just have space. But no drama, no... Yeah. So buttons don't get pressed that much anymore? No, okay. no. Okay. Occasionally, but not... Usually I can stand back and see it and, okay. and say, oh, there it goes again. Or, so maybe I just need to keep at it and be patient and it'll get there or not. Ultimately, yes. <laughs> no magic pill. <laughs> Okay. I guess I just, I, I guess I, when you said that, I really felt like you were talking to me, like, yeah. okay, you're fooling yourself. There's something you need to chase down. Mm -hmm. And I feel like other people have have said this at various times, not recently, but. Um, sure, sure. So I don't know if that was just a thought, yes. you know, old, pa old, you know. It might be, it yeah. might be. It could yeah. be either way, always, yeah. you know. But if it doesn't feel like that there is anything outstanding, 
Mm -hmm. anything that any regret if you were to die today. No. You know, if it feels like the slate is clean. In fact, my daughter told me she's getting a motorcycle, and uh, in the few years back, it was like h horrified. And now it's like, <laughs> take the corpse, and you'll learn to drive it. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a good uh, indication. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Esau, if she gets killed, she gets killed. I mean, that's there's that. nothing I can do. No. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. So a lot of things are cleared up. Yeah. So then they just do the. Do the practice or do the... Well, when you know that there's no big desire remaining, then the pull to experience... <coughs> yeah, there is that. No, yeah, that's then what's happened. Like when desires are done, it's like, okay, what about the ability to experience or the love, the desire to experience it? Just that. The ability to experience, the desire to have experiences. The experience I want to have is is... is what I've heard you describe and other people describe of just... I had a glimpse of it. I was in line at the cafeteria at work and um, I was in the other person, I was in the, the server's eyes. Yes. I was inside of her looking yes. at me. Yes, yes, and yes. it was like, wow, but yes. that was like a glimpse and gone. Yes, yes, yes. I want to be there. I want to I want to have it. Uh, you know, I yes. want to be able to wake up and... Yes. Okay. But you know, the eye can't wake up. You yeah. know? You know that. Yeah, yeah. So you can't experience yeah. that. So if you can't experience that, what about any other experiences? What about the connection to experiencing life, experience in general? Is that done? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the one that remains after desire for most people, once the desires are gone, you know? But what's the difference between experience and desire? I mean, don't you desire experience? Sure, but it's a bit more subtle. Because the ability to experience goes hand in hand with believing you are an individual. When the when the, the framework of what it like the, the, the yeah, the the mechanism of mind that it takes for you to think you can have an experience. Uh -huh. I'm talking about placing that ability to experience out there so that there's something that sees it. Because it too is a bundle of concepts. Like desiring a job, it's just a bundle of concepts. That that would make me happy, blah de blah de blah. All these beliefs are stuck together. The very same thing applies to the ability to experience. You see, you can only experience something if you're separate from it. If you're everything, how can you experience something? How can you experience, like if you're the, 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 the girl behind the counter at the cafeteria at work, and, and you're you, okay, there was something that was maybe both simultaneously. Okay. Now, multiply that, that you're everything. Uh -huh. That you're every queue, that you're queue, person in the queue, that you're every bit of fabric, that you're the food on the day, that you're the coins in the yeah, cash yeah. register. Yeah. I mean, you're everything. Yeah. So there's nothing that can be seen from any other perspective because you're everything, okay? So it's a step further than her seeing you, okay? There's no separation at all. You are all of it. Conceptually, I understand that, but it's okay. a concept. Sure, that's all right. That's all right. And it's, it's, I suppose it's the concept that remains when the concept of being separate disappears. 
And then the all of it disappears because there's nothing. Okay? So to get to there very often, we have to look at this one about the ability to experience. It needs separation. It needs you to have something that you can feel, a before and an after, that you can assess if I liked it or I didn't like it. Okay. So the ability to experience anything, the ability to experience itself as a functioning of the human being, that will have to go. Check out if there's an attachment to that. Would it be okay never to experience anything? I can't conceive of what it would be. Okay. It means that there would be no ability to experience enlightenment. I mean, I can say I'm willing to let it go, but I don't know what that means. Okay. 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 I really don't understand it. That's all right, because all I can do is just say, hey, yeah, look yeah, at this, yeah, look yeah, at this, yeah. and, and a distance will come, I can right? think about it. Yeah, yeah, or, or not, but, but that distancing <laughs> from the experience yeah. in capacity, that's, that's the next thing. That's the next layer of concepts once the external desires are done. That's the next thing that's going to pop up. Because the ability, ability to experience is the glue with I am separate. And I am separate is the problem. That's the root of all suffering. Do you get the connection? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Let it marinate. Let it marinate, exactly. So all you could do for now is just look at, okay, what is experiencing? What is this engaging? You know, engaging that is still continuing. Have a good look at it. Because there's something that's engaging with having a human I've life. dropped so many things. I yeah. moved from a big house to a little house. I yeah. got rid of most of my stuff. My yeah. kids are mostly gone. Sure. I'm working from home, so yeah. I don't deal with the office. I'll scale it down. I really have. Yeah. I don't know if that means I have less experience. No. <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with the outside world now. I'm looking at internal with internal, not internal with external, like desiring a better job. Not external. This is internal with internal. Okay. And just a, a capacity to engage which requires which requires separation. Okay. Not sure how to go about but I'll That's all right. This this as far as uh, we, we can take good. this one. Good. Yeah. Alrighty. Thank you. Okay. Sure. Okay. So I've been trying to work with when you say rest and source. And um, you know, I don't know if I'm there. I mean basically what happens is my mind goes blank mm. because it doesn't know what that is. Mm. And this morning it seemed like it was more outside, but a lot of times it seems inside. Okay. A good thing is to have a locality, I guess. Okay. Okay. Rest in source. Mm. Um, what do you mean by source? Because I usually talk about the source of the next thought, source of something. Yeah. So I, I guess it's, it's, it's like prior to thought. Like, right, you start talking about the source of the next thought, mm. but um, I guess for me it's more before. <laughs> Like okay. prior to feels to resonate more with me. Okay, the prior to bit. Okay then. Yeah. So that's where you point to. Yeah. Outside of time prior or within time prior? 
Is it a time? I guess it feels like both. Mm-hmm. It feels like it has to be time or else there's no differentiation. There's no time. So go to where there's no differentiation. <coughs> If it's got, if it's connected to time, it's connected to locality, and it's becoming an object, and it's becoming a state of mind. So place attention prior to the idea of prior. So then I get a sense right now of just being this. It's not my beingness, it's just sort of a universal okay. beingness. And deeper than that? And it feels located inside my body. That's okay, that's okay. Um, the beingness arises from that which you are. Beingness is all right. But it, it's like the, the, the wafting aroma that comes out of it. Do you know? So it's not a bad smell to, to follow. <laughs> but when mind comes in with like, oh, it's here, then, you know, it's like mind is just getting active again, you know? Mind might be pulling out your attention or might not. Mind might never stop doing that. The thing is, just it, oh, prior to that thought, that the thought be there rather than, oh, is it right? Can you talk about the mm-hmm. difference between attention and mind? Because I sort of see attention as focusing mind. All right. Placing All right. your attention feels like placing my mind. Okay. So who'd be placing the mind? Mind. Yeah. Right. What do you think you are? is a product of mind too. So mind is bigger than attention. Attention is is the thing that we play with in order to change the neurological pathways in your brain. So that there can be a crack in the glue that holds the concepts together. So we play with attention to to stop going down the same groove of habitual thought. And once the cracks come and you get glimpses, hmm, the groove is starting to break. See? So, placing attention is just an activity of where focus is. And what it does is it stops giving power to the old framework of engaging with the world. For sure it helps break it up. Does it help the truth to show itself and realization of the truth to happen? Well, that's potluck. That's going to happen, that's going to happen. But everything else up to that point you can do. Everything else you can do. You can set up the criteria and then have patience. So the only thing you have to work with is your attention. What's getting the airplay up here? What's getting the airplay? So all we can work with is mind, because this is all created out of concepts anyway. Everything is. So it's one aspect of mind playing with managing mind. You see? Until it is seen that mind is actually just nothing at all. It's a concept too. So we've got concepts within concepts within concepts within concepts. It's incredible, this tapestry. 
it not? <laughs> you get too into it, you know, it's like, whoa. <laughs> Keep it simple. Can you talk about the source of the next thought? Mm. Whatever one technique works for you, then hang on to that one. But the source of the next thought is like, what's your next thought going to be? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Absolutely. There's no idea what the next thought will be. And funny enough, if the next thought, this is a bit of a sidetrack, but if the next thought comes, it's probably wholly important and, you know, totally engaging. And right now, it's like you don't even know what it's going to be. Just see that. How do we fall for it at all? It's incredible. You know? so, so, we don't know what the next thought is going to be. All right. So, that's vague enough for mind, okay? Because there's no connection point to the next thought. Because there is no future anyway, so, okay. That's vague enough. Now we do a double vagueness on top of it. It says, well, go to where the next thought is going to come out of. <laughs> do you see? And it's like, whoa. It's, it's like a double whammy for the mind. It just kind of like, can't compute. Do you see? And it's like, there's a, a little, oh, we've reached a limitation of where mind can go to. And you can bring your mind there. You can bring your attention there. And all that's happening is that there's no juice going to the I story. There's no juice out there. That's what makes all the difference. When there's no juice out there, it loses its authenticity. Your buttons don't get pressed. There's a, like a free flow of what goes on out there because you're not in it with your own investment. You see? So all we're doing is unplugging the juice. And one of the things Ramana Maharshi said over and over and over again is that if you unplug, he used different language, but if you unplug the juice from the I story, the conditioning will break up. Whatever old stories are penetrated in there up to the age of seven, they break up on their own. They, something kind of aligns itself automatically. It's very efficient. And if you think about it too, this must be possible, like, without therapy, without... It must be, you know? Because it's got to be available for everybody, it's got to be free, it's, you know, it's got to be not dependent on any cultural supports. Every culture has its own supports for it, you know? We, we don't have monasteries anymore, but here we've got therapy, you know? <laughs> so, like, there's all these supports that come in culturally at any time, but it must be possible also outside of these supports. It must be an inside job. And that's the tried and tested thing that comes through all the ages, is to place attention outside of all of it. And sure, you won't know you're there until a thought comes in like, oh, it feels like it's in my body. It's like, yeah, yeah, go back there. <laughs> you know? And somehow, it balances in time. Whereas there's thoughts there, but there's less and less juice going into, hmm, I wonder, you know, I wonder is this right? Okay, now that's doubting right. Now we're in the eye story. But it's like, there's a seeing of like, yeah, it feels like it's in my body. No comment. Just, that was a passing, it feels like it's in my body. It's okay. There's no body, there's no need, there's no capacity to feel anyway. They're just cruising by. Do you see? And it falls into that framework. And then there's no notice taken of any thought. And the body, I feel really... Uh I almost want to say <coughs> paranoid about pesticides and only eating organic and yeah. It's like yeah. 
it's just the body, but I feel like I'm focused on the body. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I yeah. That could fall away at some point. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, I know that one. I, I, yeah, that one ran for me too for a long time. And when I went to India, I got really sick because sure, there's me- heavy metals in every bit of a vegetable. Like, man, it's like, so I was sick, 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 sick. And it dawned on me, oh my God, I have no resistance at all to anything because I was eating mostly raw and organic and all this stuff. So get rid of that, open a tin of beans and there you go, you know. So I started, <laughs> when I came back to the West, I thought, okay, you loosen up here because you're going back to India again, you know. So, I don't know, then it just kind of found its rhythm. Yeah. Something will shake it. And if it's come to that point of knowing that it gets an awful lot of attention. Yeah, that's a key. Yeah, you're at a turning point. Something's going to shift it. And it'll come into balance, you know? Yeah. For some, having the body clean and clear is part of this. And for some, not at all. You know? Yeah. No, I feel better, but there's there's a paranoia that's... I know, yeah. Okay. Then you're not yeah. your body, you know. Yeah. You're not your body. You're not. Yeah. That's fear. the thing. Yes, fear. Yeah. Yeah. Thought of getting sick. Yeah, I guess it's just pain, physical pain. What's wrong with physical pain? Hurts. Yeah. Hurts. <laughs> That's cute. Expansion is just yin yang at play, day and night. That's contraction's okay. Because you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's the first> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> but if it comes, be okay with yeah. it. Yeah, don't turn the preference into a desire, you know, yeah. or an aversion. Or... Sure, it's not comfortable. Pain will come and pain will go, you know. Body gets older, they'll be wearing tear, they'll probably be pain. So what? It's fine, we'll deal with that when it comes. It's all right. It's nothing to do with what you are anyway, you know? It's just another experience. Or not. I'm still finding it out though. Sure. <laughs> with what I am. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <coughs> <laughs> I get a lot of benefit out of it. 
but there's one huge desire that just keeps popping in my, into my mind. And I feel like, do I just not have the willpower to get rid of this one desire? I feel like it's a big stumbling block for me. So what it is, is <laughs> um, I just don't feel like I've had enough physical pleasure in my life. Yeah. And so I fantasize. Yeah. Yeah. And um, would I rather do self-inquiry or would I rather fantasize about this beautiful 20-year-old woman I saw on yeah. the subway? Yeah. You know? And uh, it's tough because <laughs> I'd rather fantasize about that. Yeah. And You're not alone in any of this. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess that's my dilemma, is I feel like I don't have the willpower to do the right thing and just try to block these thoughts out of my mind and do self-inquiry. Okay. And so maybe I was wondering if you could give me some advice. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever just gone off and had a load of sex? I'm not exactly a, a chick magnet. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I have very low self-esteem. Okay, because, okay, this can be a big part, so I'm just going to cruise around and see what we find, okay? Um, um, for some people that works. It's just literally, just go oh, out do it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know somebody who went to Thailand and just... A month of anything at all. <laughs> and it got out of the system. That wouldn't work for me. Okay, how do you know? I would have to have a connection ah. with the other person. What about the chick in the subway? <laughs> I guess it's okay if um, if it's just a fantasy, it's okay. Because then I can fantasize about the connection. I can build a connection ah, okay. within my imagination. Okay. What's more important, sex? The, the pleasure of sex or the pleasure of an intimate connection? Think about it now for a second. Well, to me, that would be like the most intimate. The intimacy is more important? That would, if I had an intimate connection with somebody, that would be the culmination of the intimate connection would be the sexual part of it. Okay. So intimacy, am I right so in saying that intimacy um, without sex falls short in some way? Mm -hmm. Or sex without intimacy falls short? Mm -hmm. Oof. Okay, no wonder it pulls you. Okay, you have two sets of different concepts glued together. So no wonder it's one big solid thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is why it's tricky. This is why it's tricky. You two things pull together, you know? Okay, so let's first thing we do is split them up. The reason sex is so potent for like about six billion people right? <laughs> is is that it 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 connects the potential to experience with all of the five senses. You've got taste, you've got touch, you've got sight, everything stimulates everything. The sounds, sexual sounds, mm -hmm. 
Exactly. That's part of it. We don't even realize that we're smelling something and, and smell is going, you know? So everything is bombarded. It's this bombardment of the senses like nothing else can do it. Nothing else does that bombardment. Unless a drug which just fools all of them. And that's the other pull for some people. So is this going to be such a huge desire for me that it's going to be such an impediment that a huge block, roadblock for my Not at all, but you it might take a while in terms of breaking it down. It's got to be broken down and seeing the layers of, you know, mind has built a fine big obelisk. So we're going to have to just pull apart these pieces to see that what's the deal here, you know? But is that more psychological work? Than, I want the direct Okay. <laughs> well, you see, this is where we're at. The direct path is self-inquiry. Right. And when the option is there to have a fantasy or a self-inquiry, something goes towards right. there's more value. So if you really want right. to take a direct path, right. no, we right. wouldn't be having this conversation. Right. All right. Okay. okay, so we're putting it into practice two things, right? Five senses is the thing that is so wonderful about sex. Now, when the five senses are pumping, there is this moment of when you forget who you think you are. And that's what's great about an orgasm, is you forget who you think you are. It all gets blown out. So you've got the, the contrast. You see, the contrast is what we love. That's the real dualistic thing of like, you're totally, totally connected with your body and the other person's body and all this stuff is going on. And then, boom, from that intense connection with the physical form, I'm not my body at all because something goes right out. Do you see? So it's the extreme physical connection with I am not my body at all for a few seconds. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Okay? Now that's that's the potency there. Now let let it start being broken up. That yeah, I'm in start watching the fantasy, for example. That's one thing you can do and say, okay, now I'm running the thought of what touch feels like. I'm not actually touching anybody and I'm totally enjoying touch. Mind can create it all. Sure. Now equally you can touch somebody without those concepts running. You can touch something and nothing derives pleasure from it. Right. Do you see? It's completely dependent on concepts. Do you see? Completely dependent on concepts. But I feel like my ego is in control. I'm not in control. Sure, of course. Okay. Of course, because something has agreed to go into this. That there is value or pleasure or time out or that there's a distraction in this that's juicy. Something in my framework has decided that there's value in, in the fantasy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Help me break the part. Okay. So that's the sex part. Okay. All right. That's that's the components of sex. And then intimacy itself is a concept. It's mm -hmm. totally one belief system. We are taught to enjoy it, and to value it, mm -hmm. and to treasure it, and that it's sacred, and all this trashology. <laughs> <laughs> Intimacy between what and what? It completely needs to. Okay, so you put aside the sexual part. Yes, just I'm just talking about the intimacy. Okay. Yes, because for you, you've stuck them together, and it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, we've got to do this first. Okay. 
you can, you've got to see that these are just bricks. Let's look at the bricks. If you're going to knock a wall, you're going to have to go big brick by brick. And this is a big wall. Because it's higher than the self-inquiry wall, you know? It's like, whoops. It's okay. All right? Tired of softening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so the intimacy is literally a belief system. That it's of value, that it's good, that it's special, that it makes me feel loved. Mm. I am special when I am intimate with somebody. Mm. That's the cake. <laughs> <laughs> the desire to be special. Well, isn't that what the ego is all about? Yes. But my problem is I'm stuck on intimacy and sexual fantasy. It's all right. That's all right. It's just how the ego has manifested in story for you. Okay. This is where, where it makes sense to your biological framework. Okay. Okay? This is just your recipe. It's all right. Okay. okay. So, when, when the, you've got an option. When the, oh, there's fantasy material, pops up. Okay? <laughs> 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 When it pops up, okay, you have the option, and you know, you know, if I have the option, I'm going to more than likely not choose the self-inquiry. See what it is that you're plugging into. See if you can get that distance to see that, okay, this is the desire to feel special, okay, we're just trying to turn on the intimacy button now or not. So that you, there's something observing, that's what I'm inviting you to do. Observe the set of, you know, it's like it's like in the movies when they're turning on some big spaceship, you know, switch that on, switch that on, switch that on, switch that on. It's just like that. Do you see? So. Do I have the skill to do that? Yes, 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 of course. It's just that the concept comes in as one big program. It kind of overpowers me. It does, of course. It does, of course. And it's fine, it can, sometimes it can overpower you, and sometimes it's like, okay, what's the desire running here? I can go into this fantasy, or I just want to feel special for a few minutes, actually. So I'm going to run that program, or not. Can I just get a distance from the feeling of me and just feel special? Can I get a bit of distance here? I know that I'm okay. Do you see? If you get distance from these thoughts, then you're not a slave to that. Because right now, it's in charge of you. It's dictating what you do. So it'll help to realize that what's underlying a lot of this is my desire to feel special. Yes. And just look into that. Yes. That and see it. Yeah. And say, hey, okay, why do I... Okay, you can look into it if you want and explore it and you can do all that. Or you can just say, hey, okay, that's a desire that's running. Mm -hmm. Special or not special, it's just a program. What difference does it make? If you can get to that point, great. But you might have to unpack if you have to unpack, you have to unpack, you know? Okay, that's the part I guess I'm not understanding. All right. How to unpack. Okay. Therapy is good. Just read a book about it, about how to, you know, how to... What's the source of this? Where did this feeling come from first? So I keep reading so much about therapy as just improving the dream. Of course. So I'm stuck on that throwing therapy out okay. the window. Okay, all right. You know? Okay, I'll tell you what's useful in therapy, is the ability to get distance from how you think. That's what's useful in therapy. Where you can see, oh, this is a pattern. This is how I'm thinking. 
recognize the pattern. To recognize the pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to find out, okay, how would I, how, how do I find out where this thought, if there's a repetitive thought, a repetitive thing that won't go, very often you need to just go into the memory of where you learned it from. And therapy shows you how to do that. Where, where, where did this happen first? Okay. You see? So it shows you, oh, this is how thoughts, this is how this thought started. This is where it came from. So I need to be more open-minded towards therapy then? Sure, sure. If you do go to, to therapy, go with a specific thing to do. I mean, don't stay there for five years. I did eight years of That's the, <laughs> That's the problem. I've been through years of group therapy and individual therapy. Yeah. Screw that. Okay. I mean, it didn't really help me. Did it not? No. Ah, okay. Well, it helped me realize that my self-esteem wasn't all my fault. All right. So that was a big help. Yeah. It's not your fault at all. That dream wasn't all your fault. It's not your fault at all. It's just how things rolled out. It's just how things happened. That's all. And this is how things are happening now. Partly as a consequence. Mm -hmm. And partly because of environment and culture. It's just one player now. But isn't that all a dream? Yeah, of course it's the dream. I mean, that's the paradox. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everything happened because it was supposed to happen that way. Sure. So, do I have the right to think I'm going to have any control over how the rest of it's going to play out? I mean, if I go yes. into therapy, I'm thinking I have some control over. I don't know. Maybe I might. Yeah. No. No. You're fine. You're fine. I know where you're at. And. Um, as long as you think you're an individual, you think you have control. That's true. <laughs> so use it while you think of it, but it'll fall away. Do you see? So it's about not having a desire in charge of you. So if you're going to go dip into therapy or dip into something or dip into whatever to unpack this, keep your eye on what you're doing. What you're doing is trying to get distance from this desire okay. so that it's not in charge of you. That's the project here. Okay. It's not about building up the eye and making my life better, which is what therapy really does. Do you know? But, but if you can pull out any of the skills, if you can remember some of the skills of like, what's this needing to feel special? Can I just drop it? Am I just done with it yet? Why do I still want to need to feel special? What's unresolved? What more? <laughs> so, okay, great. Now, now we're coming up to the side of this conversation. Okay, great. Okay, do you see? Maybe you can just drop it, huh? Oh, without even thinking I have to do a lot of self-inquiry. Just drop. Drop the need to feel special. Yes. Drop the need to feel special. And that will put a big hole in the pull towards intimacy, the desire for intimacy. What we're after is breaking down the desires so that they're not in charge of you, okay? So if there's no, I want to feel special, intimacy falls away. Sometimes when I'm laying in bed, I've been doing this lately, and I'm engrossed in my thoughts, and then I think, um, thoughts are happening. They're not my thought, and it gives me some distance. Is that a great? That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Because everything is happening. You know, the desire for sex is happening. Mm -hmm. 
And if you could just leave it at, wow, that's just thoughts of sex, that's great. Oh, okay. But if there's desire for sex, right. It, oh, you're right in there. You're right in there now. Right. Your mind is in charge of you and it's dictating your behavior right. and what's going to happen for the next one hour. Do you see? But thoughts of sex can cruise by, that's fine. Thoughts of everything are fine. They're all the same. So am I willing to drop the desire to be special? Yes. Great! Wonderful! Okay, let's throw out the therapy idea again, right? Because it's, sometimes we just need to, you know, to say, well, okay, then if I have to look at therapy again, that's fine. And somehow that's enough. That little loosening around the belief. Do you okay. see? That's yeah. all we did there. That's all we did. So we got rid of the resistance to therapy. Okay, now, now look what happened. The desire to feel special is like it's empty. So stop fueling it. Because the intimacy is built on top of that, the desire for intimacy. Okay. So when the intimacy thought comes up, you separate the two. You've got to separate the two, the intimacy and sex. Intimacy will go pretty quickly. <laughs> the desire for intimacy. If there's no desire to feel special, there'll be no desire for intimacy. But the other part will take a little longer, huh? <laughs> I guess so. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I was took me years. <laughs> it must be tough because you hear about all these stupid scandals and everything. You do, so, yeah. yeah. It's the most potent. It's the most potent desire. I mean, it's the thing that makes people continue. I mean, it's like, right. you know, it's, it's like it's ingrained, it's, it's ingrained genetically, environmentally, society-wise. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's like cells, you know? <laughs> yeah. So... So, you know, maybe it'll crack quickly, maybe not. But all it's, the, own, the fastest way to crack the desire for sex is to see how it's built up. It's literally a spaceship with turn on this, turn on this, turn on this. Oh, now we've got sex as possible in our head or physically, doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It's, they're both just a bundle of concepts. But it'll help me to de-link it from the need for intimacy yes. and being special. Yes. Okay. Yes. But the pull will be much less. Sex is just sex. It, you know, it, 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 it won't be so potent without intimacy. They need each other. That's why it's, that's why it's so attractive. Because the two of them stuck together. You know, I did go to Thailand. And <laughs> 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 that's not the only reason. <laughs> experience while I was there. Yeah. And, um, maybe this will be helpful for other people. Okay, you can show us where you have no idea about the people we met about this stuff. Yeah. So, um, I did have one experience with um, one of the, the sex workers there. Mm. And she was a sweet young girl. And the only way that I could enjoy it was love her. Yeah, of course it is. Right. 
Everything is out there, actually. Without the way we build it up. Yes, without the way we build it up. It's all in our heads. We build up everything in our head. So glad that you're honest and open, you know, because this is just the human dilemma, you know? It's great. You know, I was going to ask him not to film this, but I figured, oh. what the hell? I want to wake up, Absolutely. you know. So if I have to embarrass myself, I'll embarrass myself. Yeah, yeah, of course, why not? Expose it. What are we hiding? Only what you're not, you know? Right. Only what you're not. forgetfulness. I had a teacher in The Course in Miracles and he became very old and he got Alzheimer's and he was looking at a video of himself and he said, boy, that guy could really teach you something. <laughs> to wake up. I wouldn't like to have Alzheimer's. And in my dream this morning, I was given a psychological test that you're supposed to remember, given three words, and then a lot of things happen, and then you're supposed to remember the words. And I was just going nuts trying to remember those three words. And I realized it's a fear. It's a fear of, of forgetfulness. And if we need the mind in order to wake up, so there's a tension on one hand, yes, we want to lose the mind, we want to get beyond the mind, but there's this contraction around fear in that, in that sense. Okay, yeah. okay, two things. Um, one is, if, if you become forgetful, mm -hmm. you won't know you're becoming forgetful. Well, that's... Because you that forget helps. what you were. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. You, you won't be the one that suffers from forgetfulness at all. You'd rather be entertaining or a pain in the ass for people around you. You know? Yeah, I just assume that'd be a pain in the ass. It's going to happen, it's going to happen, huh? I mean, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. The world meets forgetful people. That experience happens too. Yeah, well, I mean, it does. And I, yeah. I'm approaching my 70s, and I'm going to be getting more forgetful. Probably. I mean, one does, yeah. one tends to. Yeah, one tends to. But I would be so... I guess there's a hanging on of really wanting to wanting the mind to work well in order to, to wake up. So okay, but waking up doesn't need anything. Well, but it's sort of useful to use the mind, to undo the mind, no? Yeah, until you give up that part. Oh, okay. okay. While you're waiting, it's a thing we do. Mm -hmm. So if you've already given, if your mind's gone, yes. I wonder what happened. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
you want to bring it on and it won't stop it. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. And if forgetfulness is part of it, it's fine. There's plenty of people in psychiatric hospitals who are awake, you know. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need a well-functioning mind. But seeking does. The progressive path. The, not the waking up part, but the progressive path, yes, needs a logical, rational mind that's able to manage thoughts and get objectivity. Mm-hmm. And that's the path that makes sense to most of us, is the yes, progressive path. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I don't want to lose. Well, well, what's the attachment to the progressive path? Maybe it's not going to be like that for you. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't know. But why would you be attached to a path, anyway? Well, well, this is why I'm here asking, because I realize I've, I, I need clarity around yeah. it, and I yeah. wasn't even aware of the fear exactly yes. until this morning. This morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so if your mind goes, your mind goes. I mean, oh. that's fine. Sure. Self-realization doesn't need a good functioning mind. The progressive path does. The direct path, yeah, it needs some capacity, but but it doesn't need a logical capacity. It doesn't need anything. It just needs attention to be placed mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You could just. Investigate to see if you exist. See if it's just a thought, and and let it be over right now. Just find out if you exist. Really, really, do you exist as an individual woman with a life? Well, let's stop running the idea that you do. Do you see? If you really know that, you investigate that enough to where it's absolutely certain that there's no lies still in there. But maybe, but maybe. The, the doubting mind has no more power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that as a concept, and I know that at moments, but yeah. I don't know that all the time. That's the work. Yeah. For you, that's yeah. the work. Yeah. Yeah. That's the work. Mm-hmm. If you do know it at moments, well, come on, get more moments, enjoy them all. Do <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah. You know? And move out of that whole kind of quagmire of progressive path and meeting my mind, and it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, throw it out. Sure. Oh, thank you. You know? And just keep a singular focus. Do I exist or not? That's a clean. It feels cleaner when we talk about that now. Doesn't it? Okay, let's get something clean. And direct and go for it. You know? And really find out if you exist as an individual or not. If it's based on a concept. And if if you find out it's based on a concept, stop running those concepts. Every time that concept's upside, whoops. That's all. I'm pretending here. I'm pretending to be an individual. Okay, out, out of that, out of that. Here I go, I'm pretending again, you know? That's a relief. Yeah, good. Yeah, cut straight to the chase. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Is that which knows not personal? Yes. Personal and impersonal. There can be knowing that there's no person. That is an impersonal knowing. Again? What you were just saying. Yeah. Find out if you exist or not. Yeah. So something finds out. Yes. That that's not a person. That's not an I. There's no I anyway. <coughs> what knows? Knowing is a passing. It's another happening in consciousness. All of it is just a happening in consciousness. And somehow when the truth is known, suffering ceases. And that's the point. It's 
It's just all happening in consciousness. The idea of an I as an individual is a happening in consciousness too. But it gets mightily uncomfortable as it's burning out. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't want to go. And it doesn't fit either. You know? Because it, uh, yeah. you know, it doesn't fit and it doesn't want to go, and that's the progressive path. So. And then it has to be dropped too. Correct. I guess I get to the who am I, what am I part, and then what? Then what, you tell me? Yeah. There's a knowingness that's not I. I guess, but it doesn't know anything. It doesn't know anything. No. Keep bringing attention there. So just abide in the... Mm -hmm. For which there's no word. Yes. It just is. Yes. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It's called the direct path. confessions, I thought I'd get right down to my worst fear, Um, which is I'm afraid of dying. I can feel it in the pit of my stomach. And um, I'm just really afraid of losing, I don't know, just losing, losing the body, just losing everything. I'm just really afraid of dying. And um, on another hand, I, you know, really want to, um, you know, self-actualize. And yet, lately, I don't feel my, I have trouble with my practice, like, you know, mindfulness, I keep, you know, I can't stay focused on it, and, you know, my meditations, I'm, I'm kind of at a point where I'm, you know, I just see a lot of light when I meditate, but there's still light, and there's me, so I know there's two, so I know I'm in a detour, I'm in a trap. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm just really afraid of dying. Yes. Yes. Can you help me? Well, you'll be able to help yourself. Okay. Okay. In deep sleep, it's all lost anyway. When you're in deep sleep every night, when you're not dreaming, Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. I I guess, um, I guess I'm afraid of the body perishing, too. Like when that uh, other woman was talking about pain, uh, and you said, well, what's the worst that can happen to pain? I thought, well, you know, I could lose the body here, and then you don't have any vehicle to do anything with. But, um, okay, so I, do, I, don't, I don't want to lose your train of thought, though, so... No, it's fine, because, because what I think, maybe the fear is not more about the process of dying than death itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if it is. You're, yeah, you're on it. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, you're right. When she goes, it's everybody's problem. Oh, Us's problem. It, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You'll find what you cut back like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so it's a process of death. Yeah, and, mm. and very much tied into that, I mean, I really, um, and maybe I have too much desire around wanting to wake up, you know? And yeah. So, yeah. you know, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I want to wake up before I, you know, not that I, I mean, as far as I know, I'm not going to kick in the bucket next week or anything, as, as far sure. as I know, but, sure. but this is a real fear I have. I mean, it's, I can feel it in my gut that I'm not sure sure here. Sure. Yes. Now, now I did, I did almost, well, I had a near-death experience when I was really young, okay. and I didn't really understand it, but I was outside with my body looking down, but mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, I always remembered that, but I really didn't, I had no clue what that was all about. Okay. Um, so maybe, and that, and that was a pretty violent, so, so maybe, yeah, so maybe the two are sort of tied together. Yes. Nobody ever knew. Nobody ever knew. 
probably shackled up there for a long time. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, the energy's moved up more. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot better. That is very sacred. Thank you so much. It's all right, my dear. You did it yourself. Yeah, just a big ball of going there for a long time. Yeah, just shock and trauma. You know? I was really terrified. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, how sweet. Interpreting as thought, you know, and, and, and an emotion, and, you know, just need it out, just wants to move, everything moves. Oh, maybe I could be free now. I mean, I just, I've always felt this sort of glass wall between me and anybody else. I couldn't get too close. You know, I always had to have my bubble. I just, yeah, I just couldn't risk it. Yes, yes. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the fear-based behaviour will, will listen. Of course. There's no charge behind it now. There might have some habits that need to be broken, but there's no power behind it now, you know? Nobody's going to kill me. Not at all. Nobody's going to kill you. I'm so grateful, and I, I like need to integrate this or bring it down somehow. Yes. It's not, it's yes. not down, but no. Yeah. <coughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, fine. Okay, I felt a real. Yeah. Like I had to keep, you know. No.
tell you something, a story, and just see what you think about it. Okay. Um, so, there's an event in my life that I keep thinking back on. Uh, back in 1997, I was getting divorced, I've got kids, there was a lot of stress. But I was home alone with a dog, and one night I was meditating and I disappeared. Um, and I don't really know how to say that, and this is all from memory, and the memory is a little bit whatever. But I went away and I was really gone, and I thought that was pretty extraordinary. And it lasted for a week, and I would go walk out and look at the universe, and I had a very sense of being the universe. Um, and I would look at things and I would see my thought patterns and stuff grab, you know, what if there's somebody on that planet and they're looking and they're thinking this, and I would say, oh, I know those thoughts. Those are thoughts I've seen over and over and I know exactly where that's going to go. Let me just fast forward here a little bit. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'd say the probability is that this is not going to be a great revelation. This is going to be some stuff I've done about a thousand billion times. Let's so, not. And then, I mean, this wasn't um, like we're discussing. This wasn't like a practice or anything. I would yes. just say, this is something I know about. It's kind of boring. Let's stop. And then I would just stop and walk with the dog, and then it would happen again. And then, you know, so, so it was wonderful. It was also incredibly intense. Um, it wasn't necessarily blissful. I mean, I would be incredibly, just instantly crying and sad at the tragedy of the earth and a whole bit. But, but unlike, but I still needed to understand it. I couldn't, so, my mind would come in and say, so, um, yeah, this is all coming through this mechanism, through this body, through this whatever. So I'm having these sensations of being some sort of global thing. And yet, well, anyways, I don't know how to say this. I never resolved that it was okay. I would come back to these times trying to figure out, well, if I'm like just some disembodied intelligence looking around here, then how come I'm always here? How come, you know, I think this is actually the brain that's doing it, so there's a contradiction here. What uh, um, And I don't know where to go with this. At some point, I had two children. Two of my children were living with me. They were visiting my wife's parents. And when they and Anyways, I didn't adapt to it. I was afraid that, what am I going to do when my kids walk in the door? I'm going to say, I'm sorry, but I don't exist. <laughs> I mean, this is a dilemma. <laughs> and you've been planning on me, and you've been, you know, I'm not here. <laughs> um, so they came up the driveway, they came in the house, you know, and I just said, I can't do this. I'm here. Hi. How you doing? How was, how was your Christmas break? And I never, and I, that was the end of it. I mean, I just, I mean, I've had experiences like that. I've fallen on my head a lot of times, <laughs> um, you know, and had temporary amnesias. And then suddenly the world just, at some point, it just comes back into focus. And when my children came in the door, you know, I just, so, um, 
So it's an experience or a time that I think about a lot, but I don't have any... Uh, uh, mm, so I want, what, what I want to say about this. One is that I would like to open that door again. I would like to be able to experience that again. And, and I haven't for a prolonged period of time since then. And the second is that I don't have the sensation that you're talking about, that it's okay. I mean, even during that, I want to know. I want to understand how is this possible? What is going on? I don't know where I'm going with this. I just wanted to tell you that. Mm. I don't know mm. if you have any... Mm. Mm. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. <clears throat> when, um, when an experience like that happens and we lose it, the, to make it, to, to, to then continue with the desire of having it return is not a good idea. So, repeating it, let that one go. I know that intellectually. That's right. Okay. Now, the, the, um, the understanding of how it works, it, it comes, it, you know, it, I, I suppose this sat sang, it, it came to blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'll try that again. <laughs> For Jack, there was a lot of those spaces of seeing how it works, of, you know, just understanding of how it works. And that's, that's why satsang is in this style, is because there's an understanding of how the whole thing fits together. Some don't get the understanding of how it works. There's just a complete knowing of truth. And the, 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 you know, the layers and layers of concepts of how it works have never been shown. It, it just didn't get downloaded. It wasn't seen. They bypassed it in some way. Okay? So both happen. Now, it, your path is that you're, you're, you know, you're, you're getting shown how it works. No, I guess what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. what I remember, what, yeah. my, what my experience is, is that there would be this place where I would just look and say, you know, all those thoughts, all that stuff, yeah. isn't going anywhere, so let's just cut it out for a while. Yeah. And then it would just go away. Um, but it didn't resolve anything, right? It would keep coming back and saying, how is this possible? How can you be this disembodied thing when you're right here? You're right yes, here. But there was an identity still running through it. Right, and then I would get tired of that dilemma, and then I would just turn it off and say, well, forget it, let's just go look at the moon or something. Yeah, um, yeah. But I never, yes, there was always this back and forth yeah. between. Yeah, so there was still some part what's of What's happening, and forget yeah, what's yeah. happening, let's just go yeah. with it. So, so the, the, the desire to understand it is, is, is playing, and that's what brought back the eye, like how can this work, how can this work? But there was a distance from identified thought, but there was some level of an eye still there. Some subtle layer of an eye who was like, well, I know where that's going, I'm not going to go there, I'm going to look at the moon and say, there's something in there that has free will. There was something that continued. Okay? So that's something that happens on the way. That's not a state. That state's all over. That's a state of where understanding is, a limited understanding is being given to you. Because it didn't, it wasn't totally, oh my God, that's the total picture of how it works. Okay, but you've got a good, a good part of the program. Yeah, it's I had no picture whatsoever of how it works. Okay. Yeah, but, but, but you did actually. You, 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 you have a good part of it. It's just that it makes no sense because you don't have the whole thing. Okay. 
Do you know? Because you can see that they're just thoughts, they get grabbed onto this form and they just go over there and it's just repeated, repeated, repeated. That's really useful to see. If that can be the only thing that's taken from it, great. That thoughts are no more than this useless entertainment in the head that just goes nowhere. But there was definitely some part of an eye that continued there. So of course it was going to be. Oh, absolutely. I was dealing with all sorts of problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a complicated life. Yeah. So there was something that, that continued there. There wasn't a total, I didn't exist. Because if there was still somebody who was able to say, oh, I'm not going there, and I, let's do this instead, then there, there was something that existed, no? There must have been some sense of free will. There wasn't a, that's not a total annihilation of the one who exists. I have no idea. I had, yeah. the, I had the impression, like I said, that I sure. could just say that it was boring, it wasn't interesting, and then I could just turn it off. All right. Yeah, um, yeah, but there's an eye who can do that. There's an eye who had a comment on it. That eye disappears also. Okay. Do you see? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. For now, so the there was okay. Let's say there was eighty percent of I don't exist, but there could not have been a hundred percent of I don't exist because there was an eye having a commentary through it. There was an eye who said, "I won't be able to manage this when my kids come in." My impression was, mm -hmm. and I'm, my sure. impression was, right, so yeah. me, Phil, I would call myself Phil at the time, I was in the third person, yeah. there he is, Yes. He, there he is, he's yes. doing this, he's thinking about that, he's got this problem, he's got that problem. Yeah. My perception was that that it was sort of a third person. It was a yeah. pat. It was a pattern that was. Yes. Oh, here it is. It comes up. It yes. does this. This is what it does. Yes. And I don't have to pay attention to it unless I feel like it. Yes, but there is an eye who saw Finn. There's an eye who doesn't have to pay attention to it. There's a, you see what I mean? There's an eye running through all of this story. Okay. That's not a knowing that you don't exist. Okay. There's something that still existed. I'm saying find out what was still existing there. There was something that still, that was a state of mind. That wasn't non-existence. It wasn't. Okay. Not if there's somebody who has some kind of a perspective and is able to look at things. That's the process that happens when you're being shown how it works. When it's shown, part of it was shown, you saw part of how it works. Okay, but there was a too much of an eye there, so the full spectrum of how it works couldn't reveal itself. Alright. You see, that's why the whole understanding didn't come. But if there was somebody who saw it, and there was somebody who, you know, remembered what was happening. There was an eye there. There was something there registering. Even that goes, you see. So, to desire that state again would be a waste of time. Because go on from that. Go on from that. It's not good enough, really. Do you know? Let it be not good enough. Because there was a bit of an eye there. Thank you. Um... I don't know. I don't see anything about how any of it works. Um, so yeah, okay. So. But you explain part of it beautifully. Okay. So you have something. It just it just doesn't have a place. All right. That's what it feels like. But you do actually because that is how it works. You know, it's like oh, that's a thought over there, and it can get entertained or it can't get entertained. That level of distance. Right. So I can see distance even right now when we're talking. Maybe a little bit. I can see yeah. right. But I don't have this um, this thing that I can turn on and off. I don't have a way to say. Well, anyways, I've I've beat this to death. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay. Let it be an experience. Let it stay in your history. Okay. Yeah. To want it back again is is, is not going to help at all. 
and I would say let it have been not good enough. Okay. Do you know? Yes. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> to more, more fully integrate. Okay. Integrate fast with It's, it's... Well, that's, yes. Well, not... Feeling, the feeling of that, and the the dis the disconnect that I experience between between that feeling, which is always in the background. Focus keeps slipping. And I, I, I see you staying so beautifully in love. And, and I come to you and I say, Help me to be like that. If the eye practices being loving, it could be a big distraction. But every religion advocates that that's fine. If you're in a satsang, we're at the end of the line, so practices will all get the chop. Okay? So, so practicing being loving, okay, that has its place. But the only thing that stops love pouring out of the form all of the time is the I who believes love is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> what will it say? 
interpreted by different people will be quite different too. Do you know? Others can say what moves through this form is brutal, that I come out with a sword. You know that it's violent. I've been told that too. So I've seen that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so the only thing is, if there's an I who believes that loving is good and true, now we've got right and wrong, and that's it's already diluting love. It's already diluting it, you know? It's the natural flow. It's the only thing that will flow. And it will do whatever it will do. Don't be bothered about how it will express. Don't be bothered about that. But if the eye is not in the way, it's behind every action. It's behind every word. It's behind everything. You try stopping it. Do you know? It's the movement of life force of life force itself. It's the movement. Do you know? Yes. And trying to take trying to separate love from what you are is like to tr like trying to take movement out of the wind. That's what it's like. Let the wind be there without movement. That's what it's like, you know? You are love. You are love. But mind comes in and says there's an opposite, or there's a lack of love, or there's not connection to love, and it's that's all just story. It's all just story. Do you see? Yes. yes. The love will flow anyway, and it will yield to being, you know, diluted with the I stories, and that's fine with the love too. It should. It just flows anyway. So, in a way, it's about being even more relaxed with it. About not trying to be loving or connected with it or anything, or practicing loving. Let all of that fall away. Let all of it fall away. So that there's a total free, free flow of what is organically arising. You'll find it's love. You'll just find out. It's love. Mm. Does that make sense? It makes sense. a little bit about experience. Mm. I, I thought that f for a long time it felt like my deepest longing was to sink back into the heart of God. That was my yeah. word imagery for that. Sure. And then 
you say that only the eye can experience. And I just am curious about how it is for you. When I, I look at a flower, or leaves, or nature, or these, these things that are just so glorious, do you give that up? Is that no more? When, when, when you're awake, what happens? Not a lot. <laughs> okay. Because there's nothing that registers. Oh, that's beautiful. My goodness, listen to the bird song. Fine if you're with people and kind of like, oh, you find yourself talking about the bird song, but you weren't actually consciously listening to the bird song. Yeah. It's like, mm, there's just this, this continuum of nothing is happening. And whatever passes by is, is equally important or unimportant. Do you know yeah. that it's all just a happening? There isn't a pulling out into something that's exquisitely beautiful. It's, it, it's all beautiful, not because of particular things being beautiful, but the magnificence of how it moves. There's something beautiful in it. Okay. So, because there isn't separation, there isn't, this is beautiful and that's beautiful. So I like this and this gives me pleasure. That stops. So it's not that something else is replaced, it's like a refinement of that remains. Oh. Do you see? Okay. So, so that there are things, well, for sure, life is happening. Things are, whatever, to be seen or going on or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so with the movement of life that's happening, there isn't interest in the particular things of it simply because the labeling this is different to this, and this is happening now. All the separation dialogue stops. Do you see? The labeling stops. I see. So without the labeling, a rose is still a rose, but, but it's not, oh, there's a rose, I wonder how does it smell? Mm -hmm. Do you know? Your body might go over and smell it, or it might not. It's like a participation continues, but without the I who's experiencing how each thing is. Okay. I, I was imagining that from what you were saying that it was just blackness, like when we sleep and there's no awareness. And, you know, I long to do that every day, to, to sleep. Okay. And mm. I'm refreshed when I'm finished. Yeah. But there was, during that period, there was no awareness of anything. And so then, is that what it's like? There's, but, but you are aware. Um, there's a noise that this, that this isn't happening. No. Okay. You see, I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> um, deep sleep is a very good pointer. But it can't be the same because deep sleep is deep sleep. Right. Do you know? Yeah. And the body isn't doing a whole lot in deep sleep. It's totally at rest. Now, so to compare it, it's, 
it's it's a very good useful it, 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 it's like that in terms of you don't know anything about it there's no I present that's the thing about deep sleep there's no I that's active okay, and, and somehow so it's okay the I the I involves the thought process yes and so you have a thought about whatever it is but yes. if if you're if the I isn't present you're not thinking about whatever it is yes because there isn't I and it So it's like, a, you know, a, a, there's an appearance, mm -hmm. that, that's all there is. There's just an appearance of, I guess, colors, you know, or energy, or molecules oscillating at crazy speeds going on all over the place. That's as much as what's happening. But it's only an appearance. So there's a knowing that it's not happening at all. So there's no sense that anything can happen to me or... Is there anything happening to anybody or there is nobody? Everything falls down. Everything that can possibly be a building block to have an experience falls down. Because you know that no matter what happens, you, can, you exist still in that stillness. That there's no I. There's no I. That this form is just toddling along like okay. a stone. It's the equally important block. Right. Okay. Do you know what's just... <laughs> there's like a... It's almost like a carelessness, but yet care is taken. Do you know? It's like an irresponsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, in a subtle way. Um, there isn't the sense of you have to do something or that you're, there's no engagement, no personal participation. There's no personal anything. Even the idea of owning something is a bit bizarre, but it's like, oh yeah, that's part of that program, sure that's. That's how the world works. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to remind yourself, like, am I totally talking gobbledygook? No. Okay. So, for, for experience to happen, there must be separation. There must be an I who can have the experience. There must be. Okay. So if we take away that layer of it, the body doesn't have to be asleep. Somehow there's something at rest all the time. Oh, okay. Something at rest all the time. So, to sink into the heart of God, can that be enjoyed? Would you be enjoying that, do you imagine? What, what other imagery do you have around the sinking? The imagery into the heart I have about that is it would be like a, a nothingness, an emptiness, and yet a fullness, somehow or other. Yes. I mean, the words don't really make any sense. Okay, okay. And describing sure. that. Sure. Okay. But we call it the natural state. Yeah. Even though it's not okay. a state. You see, yeah, words don't make sense. But there's something natural and at ease. And somehow the story is over. Do you know? Yeah. Somehow life is just like, it's not playable anymore. It's like a kid, throw, you know, really, really being interested in Barbie. And then one day Barbie just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? It's just like, yeah. just where's the magic? You know, Barbie isn't, she's not, I'm not in love with her anymore. Like, you know, it's just gone. You can't get it back together again. Do you see? I, I think what I, I was afraid of was of losing awareness. What do you mean by awareness now in this context? Well, it's like you're speaking now to an infant, you know. It's just... 
<laughs> trying to put words to these things. It's like, um, I don't know how to describe it. Um, there's a feeling that I would like to be aware of all that is. Okay. And and not just be absorbed into blackness. And there's some part of me that is frightened of that sort of. Okay. It feels like that might be a scary. Okay. Of course, there wouldn't. It wouldn't be scary if there's no eye, because I. I Correct. Correct. <laughs> you know, that's what I say. It's like talking to an infant. I mean, I, and as you were saying, you know, building these blocks one on top of another. Okay. So it looks like the eye doesn't want that experience of being absorbed into black blackness, and would like the experience of. Whatever. Um, sure. Fullness. Being in, in yeah. an allness, but aware. Yeah. Can you drop both? Oh. Because the eye is involved in both of those. <coughs> We're just talking about the death of the eye. Yeah. So we've, you've set up two kind of potential things that can happen to the eye. Neither, the, if they happen to the eye, then it's an experience. That's not waking up. Yeah. Do you see? Drop both. They're just potential experiences that are out there. Yeah. Drop both. Okay. It's just death. That's probably the cleanest. A falling away. Or seeing through. Yeah, seeing through. It's seeing through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've been noticing that there's been a trust growing in just what is. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm grateful for that. Yes, yes, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happens naturally most of this stuff anyway, doesn't it? It does. Um, it does. I I recently held a, a friend as she died, and I uh, did the things you do with the CPR and all that. But she was gone, mm -hmm. and then after, you know, her body was there, and I was so aware. It was nothing. She was gone, and in the process of doing everything we were doing to change the outcome, yeah, we tipped over a potted plant, mm -hmm. and I sat down, and she's on her body's here, yeah, and the potted plant's over here that's emptied, and she clearly wasn't there. So I got up and put the pot back in the plant and cleaned it up. I mean, it was like, yeah. Yeah. I was just so aware. And it gave me a lot of trust in in being able to um, trust my own passing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. It felt like it's a gentle universe. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's what the mind is what is responsible for the suffering. Yeah. It's mind, you know? Yeah. It's identification with thought that's necessary for suffering to happen. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank mm. you. Okay. Thank you. Hi. Good to see you. Thank you. Um, uh, I've got a lot.
lot of stuff kind of going on right now in my life, internally and externally. Um, but I want to start somewhere deep. That was my intention this morning. Um, the last two things that you said to me when you were here in August was, um, I was hugging you as we were leaving. I said, oh, you're so great. And you said, oh, I just know I'm nothing. You know, like, um, and then in an email you would say, Philip is just a thought. So these two things visit me every so often. And I think about how I'm a thought and the implications of that and what that means. And, and, you know, I'm sort of, I guess, addicted to this stuff. I'm always watching YouTube videos and Muji and Nadia and you and all the others. And so I'm just always spending, all, not always, I'm spending a lot of time though <coughs> trying to make it, trying to make the uh, floor fall out, as you say. And then I realize I can't do anything about it. And then I remember you saying, enjoy yourself. So get in a relationship or I could do this. And, um, so I don't, I don't really know what to say because I feel like there's nothing I can really do except um, continue, you say, to go back to the source of the next thought. But then there's nothing there and I don't even know like how to actually really get there. Or, no, the eye can't land there, mm-hmm. but it's a trick to point mind to its limit. There's nothing there. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. There's no Philip there. I thought of it this morning, eating breakfast. Um, this whole pain and pleasure. Something he said to somebody last night about you have to let go of the pleasure as well as the pain. And you know, am I ready to die? Am I ready to go beyond that? Or uh, I don't know. I feel like it's always been something in my heart for years that yes, I'm ready for that, but it doesn't happen. I it's not my time, but, um, so I don't know, it's interesting to hear people say, well, I'm desiring enlightenment too much, because I've heard other teachers say, like, you've got to want it with everything, mm. want it more than your next breath, mm. so I kind of go back and forth, I'm mm. desiring it too much, do I mm. not desire it? Mm. All these games with myself trying to oh. make something happen. All right, okay. So. Make wanting something to happen is just another I thought. An experience. Ah, yeah. You can be wanting Manchester United to win the next match. I mean, you can be wanting enlightenment. It doesn't matter. It's an I want. Do you know? Um, there is a technique that's advocated that if you're going to have any desire, let it be for waking up. So, so in saying that, you, you've really got to want it. You've really got to want it. Mm. Some people don't want it at all. That happens anyway, you know? Yeah. I mean, is it totally necessary? No, nothing is totally necessary. Nothing. There can't be any criteria. There, there can't be. Like, just wouldn't make sense. They would have a recipe for enlightenment. Ooh. You know, it's like, gosh, you know. Um. So, the technique around having a desire for enlightenment is to channel the energy of desires into just one. So it unplugs the desire for our sex career, whatever it is, into the desire for enlightenment. Okay? So it's a technique. It's just like we let all desires be focused into that one. Okay. It's just a way of focusing that energy if it's really out there. Then enlightenment is out there as well, if mind is still on the outside. So that is when it's useful to have the desire for enlightenment, if mind is still desire focused. Okay. That's its place. Is it absolutely a criteria? Absolutely not. At some point, even for those whom the desire for enlightenment is really strong, 
some, at some point, that desire must be dropped to. Because as long as there's desire, there's an eye who has a desire. Desire is the best way to create an eye. We must have an eye to have a desire. So of course the desire for enlightenment has to fall away. Even that will be surrendered or dropped or taken from you or whatever methodology is going to play out. There's no right way. But you have to find the way that's right for you. And only you will find that. And you can't make a mistake. Mm. You can't make a mistake. Because it's only unfolding the way it is. Do you know? I feel like I've made so many mistakes. Well, you drop it. How can you make a mistake? No. How can you make a mistake? Things only happen the way they happen. The mind comes in and crucifies as if, as if it could have been different. Could you, thank you. Could you say more about that last night? You were saying that, that it could only be this way. And I do. Things could only happen the way they're happening yes. right now. Yes. Turns out that she's a free will, and then I let go of that because free will's attached to an eye. But, sure. but beyond that, maybe more about how the movie's already done. It's already in the can. It's okay. Yeah. And is it really? Is it that? Yeah. It's all done. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a an illusion that we're choosing a red car over a blue car or living in California. Yes. Yes. So yes. that's just predetermination. <coughs> not, mm, that mm, mm, not quite. Um, okay, there's a lot of questions in there. I'm wondering where to start. There's an infinite number of things at play, causes at play at any one time. And only one action will happen. You know, only at one moment will the leaf fall off a tree. Okay? But there's an infinite number of potentials. The weather, the wind, the cat running up the tree, there's all these variables that can happen. So all the variables are there all the time. But there's only one, going to, one moment that leaf is going to fall off the tree. Now, that leaf has already fallen off the tree. <laughs> okay, okay. There's, mm, there's, there's a delay going on in creation. This, this is the replay. Mm. This is the ripple effect mm, okay. of something that's happened. Like that's football game. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Instant replay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 you <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so it, it's fantastic how this thing is created. It's wild, you know, because we're we're so like we're we're so um, I don't know minimalist in this. We've come right down to the minimum focus that I am this body, and it's like whoa, 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 whoa. The more distance there is from concepts, the more can be seen that this, you know, the. the, the the replay of all of this is happening all of the time. All of the time. But the concept of linear time locks into a belief system that this is 2010. Do you see? The concept will make, will shape how one experiences reality. 
It's only built on concepts. It's not that there is creation and then there's concepts in there, which is the, the trouble. Creation is the concept. So like if the world's going to blow up, it's already happened? Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did we survive? <laughs> It's not a fatalistic thing, do you know? Because the movement towards stopping the planet blowing up will happen. Something will move towards blowing it up and not blowing it up. And that, you know, that yes and no and yes and no and yes and no and taking action and stopping action, and that plays duality. That happens all the time. Do you know? And sometimes blowing it up happens and sometimes saving the planet happens. Do you see? That's just the playing out of it. So, okay. Do you know, like, let's say the Big Bang is a big rock that goes thrown into a pond. And the ripple effects is creation. The stone is already at the bottom, but there seems to be this ripple effect. Now, someone pressed a button in, in, in this story, okay? <laughs> Nobody pressed it. Somebody pressed a button that made this part go into replay continuously. The idea of time made it seem like this will continue all the time. So the ripple effect is just going to continue all the time because of the idea of time. But the ripples have finished too. But inside the program of the ripple, is infinity. This can go on forever. I don't know if I'm with you now, if you're with me or not. We've got a couple of nods, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Degree, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, to whatever degree. The stone is at the bottom of the pond. And there is a little ripple says that I'm fed up, I'm fed up, and, and I'm really not fed up, but I'm working on not believing I'm fed up. And that's just part of the ripple. Isn't that fine? Do you know? The stone is at the bottom. The ripple reaches the end sooner or later. Do you know what? Then there's more ripples and more ripples and more ripples and they might be full up too. And so what? Do you see? But that's why they call it Leela, God, God at play. God isn't at play. Well, it's like a play. It's like, it's like a... Taking it very seriously doesn't pay off. Yeah, I'm finding that out. <laughs> Really, it doesn't, you know. Of course, things have their own place and must be, you know, they, they demand a response of, in a particular way. That's fine, that's the functioning. But life as a whole, you know, it can happen fine without you taking it seriously. Probably better if I don't take it so seriously. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing that might be good to just give the shock is, is doubt. Doubting anything. Doubting. Have doubt? Like, question reality? Self, no, self-doubt. Oh. Oh. For you. Oh. you. Just self-doubt. Mm -hmm. Because if self-doubt wasn't there, I don't think there would be an idea that, that you made mistakes. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Yeah. Is this the right thing? Should I take this path? It's like, hold on. Mm -hmm. just, just get rid of doubt and see what happens. Huh? Mm -hmm. Doubt can be just seen as a mechanism and gotten rid of. The doubting mind is like, it's of no use. When you're at satsang, like you forget about doubting now. It's no good. 
to something living life and you get the eye out of the way and let it live the life. Do you know? This is just the echo. Creation is just the echo of that stone which is already dropped. So it's only an appearance. And everything that's happening, thankfully, one, one aspect of mind imagines that there's only one cause for something. Oh, the leaf fell off the tree because the wind blew. It's like, no, actually, because of, you know, it got weak yesterday because the catcher of that tree. There's so many causes for everything. But mind seems to be, it's the way our culture is, maybe it's always like this. I don't know if mind is always like this or if it's an evolutionary thing. But mind seems to think there's one reason for something. And then we put it to bed. Oh, that's why that happened. It's like, man, you really need one reason for something? Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know? But mind seems to be happy with just one reason. So there are all these causes, but there's all, among all the variables, only one will come through. And quantum physics actually, I think, are onto this one. Only one possibility can come through. That's just... So one thing will pop. It's like the first drop of rain, the first, the first leak of something. It's like only one will pop through, and then everything realigns itself because this constellation has changed. Do you see? Mm -hmm. But the movement still continues. Now the mind says, "Oh, I chose that to happen," and it's like, "Oh dear." <laughs> mind comes in. There's a delay. There's a delay in all of this, and mind comes in after the fact. But mind is so stupid, it doesn't even realize it's like, hold on, that was happening eons before you, you claimed it as yours. Do you know? And that's the free will joke, you know? As if we make choices, you know? Um, can I ask one more thing about, not the question sort of formulating, but it has to do with like what Eckhart Tolle talks about, the pain body. Yeah. Just pain. Um, I've had some pain in the last couple of months and I've watched it, some of it's jealousy, fear and control and I can kind of see what that's about, why there's distrust and whatnot, but, um, but it's also become sort of like this phenomenon that I'm watching, like, why does my mind do this or why am I feeling this right now? Like, because I'll, I'll hear you in my heart say nothing's happening. So there's a, a realization to that, uh, to a degree of that nothing's actually happening, but okay. something believes that there's happening. Okay. Yeah, and that belief seems to create the emotional reaction. Okay, can we can we take something in the middle then between nothing is happening and and those emotions that mm. that are in your face when they're playing hard, you know? Yeah, they're they're pretty intense. So something that would be in between that might be useful stepping stone is that it's happening in consciousness. Nothing is happening to me. Mm. Jealousy is moving through. Heartbreak is moving through. Whatever it is, mm. it's moving through. It's even imagining, it's even playing as if it's happening to me. But that idea that it's happening to me is moving through consciousness. That itself is a concept. No concept is true. It can't be. It pretends for a while. That's as authentic as a concept can be. No? Yeah, just the word victim comes up, I feel like. You know, for anyone who's spoken about pain, mm -hmm. that sense of like, well, okay, it's coming through consciousness, but it happens to be coming through this body that I feel so connected to, or that, you know, if, if you hurt your hand, I don't feel that. You know, why, why does this body have to feel it? Like, that's just... 
It's yeah. just how consciousness presents. Yeah. Does it make it yours? No. It's just how it presents. Yeah. I, I appreciate you really driving that fact home, though. That, like, all of that story is just the movie. That there's something so separate and different from that which is happening with the the person. Yes. So, yes. so just try to focus on that. Yeah, because yeah. consciousness plays at being victim. Mm -hmm. The self-pity story will continue forever. It'll always be there. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> you know? So, self-pity is fine. But it happens in consciousness. If you want to download it and say that it's running in you, woof, 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 woof. Now pain will happen. Do you know? But let self-pity be happening. Let it all happen. It's just this little division between what's happening and you making it your experience. They're just happening. Well, why put in this layer that they're your experience? And they say, well, I feel it. No, no, that's just passing through too. The, feel, the imagination that I feel it, that's just another idea too. That has that quality of belief going on in it. It has that quality of reality going through it. That's passing through too. Still doesn't create a you. It's interesting. It seems that we we do connect to these beliefs, though, because it creates. That's what creates the suffering. But yeah, we continue. I continue to do that. I guess I do it until I'm tired of suffering. Yes, that's exactly what you do it until you're tired of suffering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is that still just wants to suffer. And that's happening in consciousness. Let it fade out, huh? Let it fade out. Fade to black. Yeah. <laughs> fade to black. Too much TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you. On, and I know we're getting close to lunch. No, it's fine. We've another 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Great. Thanks. Um, and um, this is uh, something that was sort of told to me um, by somebody who's no longer in this country, but somebody who's sort of like, well, um, was very spiritually adept. And basically the, what they told me was that, you know, every morning when I got up, I just, you know, created the whole show again. Yes. So, you know, I created the room, I created my family, mm -hmm. I created my, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and that I was, you know, I was all that. Mm -hmm. But, so what, it's just, it's really just, you know, if I really could see behind me, I, you know, mm -hmm. I would really just, just be seeing black. Okay. That thing about I created something. Um, the family will still be there. Oh, good. But the recognizing <laughs> them as my family, that's the bit you create. Oh, so the physical house, I'm not creating that. Not at all. Oh, that's a relief. Okay, so what I'm, what I'm creating is the, the ownership yes. relationship. Relationship, everything that's based on separation, everything that's based on you and. Me and my house, me and my kids, me and my dog, me, 
me and my day. That's all your creation. Okay, now I got two questions from you from that. Am I, is this also part of me? Uh, it all arises out of what you are. Oh, my, my essence. It's yes. Your essence is a manifestation in everything that appears. And in everything that does not appear. Yes, your okay. essence is a manifestation. Yes. Okay, so even the space is my, between us is my essence. Yes. Okay, now, I have a husband. I'm pretty attached to him. Mm. You know, when you wake up, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it sounds, a, although there's a lot of love there, it sounds a little impersonal. So, you know, if I wake up, am I... Yes. How's it going to, you know, how's it... How can I say that? You will love him the same as you love everybody. Oh, so I'll still love him, but I won't love him as my husband. Correct. Correct. So I'll love him as much as I do the man on the street, or the woman on the street that I don't know. Correct. Because love just pours out, not because of or not towards, because there's no separation and there's no reasoning that it's right and not right. So take away all that and love will pour out. So the ability to love one more than another will fall away. Sure, you can enjoy one personality more than another. That's a different thing. But love, loving somebody because or because of a connection, that all needs to. That will all disappear. So love will pour forth. Okay. So it won't be that I'll become impersonal. It'll just be that I'll become personal. Not personal, that's the wrong word. But I'll become very um, caring with everybody. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Well, now that leads... Well, okay, first finish that thought. I don't want to lose that. Yeah, okay. Don't have any attachment to how it will be. All I can take a talk, talk about is what, what, what resonates here, you know? Um... I don't know, like, Nisar Gadak Maharaj, this guy, the painting is up here, you know, yeah. he shouted and took people out of the room, and he was always shouting and screaming. But yet there was love behind it, and some people only just got the shouting and said, man, the guy's obnoxious. You know, and, and some people just said, but that's just his personality, like, look what's underneath it. Some people got it and some put in. How it manifest, who cares? Okay, okay. Do you see? Yes, yes, I am, I am with you there. Okay. Now, you talked about how things are just happening. So, um, you know, so I'm, you know, I, I, live in the, I live in a Western society, you know, I have goals and objectives, and, you know, I got my little Franklin planner and my core values, and, you know, I got all this little stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what, where does this all fit in? Or, I mean, if, if, if it's, if I'm not, if it's all just kind of happening, mm. then I'm not the doer. Yes. And so, what, am I just supposed to kind of, you know, hang out and, do you see what I'm saying? I mean, how much is um, predetermined, you know, how much say do I actually have in this whole thing? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm also go rock in a hammock then or something. Sure. <laughs> do, you, do you want to say any more about that? <laughs> Arising from your essence is love. 
You try stop love happening. Love is the movement. It will keep on doing the Franklin Planner and whatever else it's going to do. It's going to keep on trying to make a difference. Trying to find advantage in something. Trying to get things right. But you know that it's just the movement. It can't get things right. That's just the movement. That's mind's interpretation of the movement. Because what's already going to happen is... Has, is oh, sure, of course. It's already all over. Yeah. But, but the movement, love moves. That's what it does. It's a motion. Oh. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see? It just keeps moving. So try lying down, but you know, after two hours you'll fall and get up and it will just do something else. It will. It will play out just the same. The mind imagines, this wouldn't happen unless I decided to do it. And it's like, oh God. <laughs> see through that one. Stuff will just happen. Not as much will happen, but yes, things will still happen. So is this almost like I've already kicked the bucket and I'm just reviewing this whole life? Correct. Ah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh, I hope you come again soon. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. So continuing from that, if we already kicked the bucket and this is already in motion, then what's the purpose of now or what can you say more about now? What's happening now? Nothing. <laughs> Unless mind wants to label and name and tell the story. Consequence of that is suffering. So there's nothing to do. There's but doing will happen. Mm. Seeking will happen. Trying to make it better will happen. The search for happiness will happen. The illusion just keeps playing. And you won't be able to stop yourself placing attention outside because there will be a break from suffering. And that movement away from suffering happens too. So self-realization happens. So waking up or not waking up already is. Mm -hmm. And nothing's happening in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> There's an appearance that something's happening. Mm -hmm. There's an appearance for sure. Really? Is there something happening? Not at all. It's a replay. Did it already happen, sort of, in consciousness before it appeared? Is that what you mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> is, is love the energy in the ripple? Yes. 
Love is the movement, yes. It's the energy of the ripple, yeah. Did all of it already happen? All yes. of it forevermore? Yes, forevermore already happened. Mm-hmm. And it won't stop. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Because that's the magic of time, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's already finished, it'll never stop. It sounds really contradictory, but if you sit with it, it'll make sense. <laughs> Isn't the removal of the I the definition of intimacy? Intimate with what? What's being intimate with what? What's the definition of intimacy? Actually, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, you know, Robert started something. Sure. Um, what's the definition of it? Tell me what you understand. Uh, well, it seems like when there isn't an I here, that there's a freedom for it to be intimate with everything. Who would be intimate with everything? Don't you need an I to be intimate with something else? There's an experience of intimacy, but I don't know if there's an I. How can an experience be had if there's an I having it? Well, that was one of my questions too, because what if there's great grief or anger or you're saying that that just happens, but there's nobody taking ownership of it, yes. so therefore it's not an experience? Is that? Yes. Okay. It doesn't register as it's happening to me. It's not even labeled, oh, that's fear or that's grief. It's like just a moving through and it's not, mind doesn't put a name on it. So then somebody else might say, hey, you're crying, you know, it's like, oh. And then some computer girl goes, oh, okay, there must be a reason for this. Let's find one reason for this because that's how mind works. <laughs> Do you know that because they have reasons for it? So it's not an experience. No, no, no. There's no sense that something is happening to you if there's no you, huh? So, the intimacy thing is just a, a desire of the eye. Yes. Yes. Because there's no one to be intimacy. There, there is just what's unfolding, and yes. intimacy is like a mental label that we're putting on. Perfect. Good. Saying that that's what is good, or that's what I, I want. Yes. You got it. Okay. Yeah. I had a big trap intimacy, huh? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was one of those things, won't you want? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have one other thing. I guess I had this idea, there was an idea here that this whole incarnation or this whole thing is the divine's method of experiencing itself. I never bought that one. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a useful concept, fine, but it never resonated here anyway. Yeah. The divine experiencing itself. The divine doesn't know anything about that, about, about yeah. this. It couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't. The divine couldn't know anything about this. Yeah. There's nothing to know. Do you know? Yeah. There would have to be separation between the divine and mm. this. And sure, there can't be two. When we're talking the divine, there isn't even one. So how can it know something? Or experience something? I think it's just some kind of peaceful thought for the mind, no? Mm-hmm. To kind of give a rationale for creation. 
I'm grand with there being no reason for it at all. No reason and no purpose. Just an appearance. You know? It's amazing how the mind wants to kind of have some idea of what it's all about and, you know, it's a, like some kind of comforting thing. Yeah. Because it's the fear of it not existing. Yes. Yes. It's just, oh my God. Yeah. What if there's no one in control? Why not? There's, there's, yeah. there's no purpose. Or, yeah. It's not just thoughts. But there is an intelligence in it. There's an intelligence. For sure. To you mentioned the, the sure. fruit coming from the flower. Sure. So there is. You know, it occurred to me, this is what you're really teaching is this, um, um, the equivalent of spiritual, um, um, physics on the, um, micro level, the, the quantum physics. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like I've heard, you know, there's the Newtonian world where the body's in motion mm -hmm. and that gets us to the moon kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then in the spiritual thing, there is the laws of the universe, like what you uh, think about will expand, and what you resist persists, mm -hmm. and you know the law of attraction and all this. Thing. Those are all just laws within the dream. Mm -hmm. Yes, and they're valid for a while. Yeah, everything works some of the time. Right. So it's like, so it's it's like. There could be Newtonian spiritual stuff, which yeah. is, you know that. You know, you, you do certain things, like you allow it all, but there's still a me allowing. There's still a you. Yeah. Every scientific study has an I. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the blip. So it can't actually, you know, can't go anywhere. It's just part of the movie. Right. It must be part of the movie. Right. Yeah. So we're really doing quantum spirituality. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, it breaks down to energy, you know, and that makes sense. That this is just all energy, it's just all molecules, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you break a molecule and it's empty anyway. Okay, so it makes sense that there's emptiness actually in the core of it all. So, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know much more about it than that, you know? So, but, yeah, it's kind of makes sense. Makes sense. But, but it can't take you anywhere, it's just intellectual stuff. You know, it's just for the eye, just interesting for the mind. Right, it was just an analogy that came up. That yeah, yeah, sure. Because I see people asking questions that really belong to the Newtonian spirituality as opposed okay. to the quantum, because we're used okay. to that. We're used to having a teacher that says, okay, you just do this and it'll all be fine. You know, you can just okay. rest in peace if you allow oh, it. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not my best time. Okay. Yeah. It just, it just feels like a completely different order of a completely different ballgame, you know, just the same way the Newtonian is different than the, than the quantum, it's the same kind of thing, it's a different, it's a completely different world. <coughs> uh, you see, I'm not with you because I've never heard this phrase Newtonian, so I, um, oh, I, I, know, you know, I don't just, know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I'm getting a little... No, it's alright, it's fine, it's fine. No, it just, it just occurred to me that, that as a way of framing the whole thing. Oh, right. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is the end of the line stuff. Yeah, this is like, I know. I know. You know, if you want the eye to be nice, well, then there's loads of things you can do. There's loads of seminars and books and courses, and my goodness. You can spend your whole life oh, yeah. making it nice for the eye. Yeah. Now, after all that, no, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I don't think, even though I have some desires in the world, I have had such a glimpse of the peace that can't even compare with the world can give you yeah, yeah. when you yeah, get yeah. to. Yeah, so yeah. even though I, I noticed myself when you made that list, it was like, oh, yeah, there are some things I want, but then I don't, do I really want that? Uh -huh. Yeah. Because I found myself getting close to those things and I'm like, wait a minute, I want to be, a, I, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I yeah. really want is yeah, yeah. the okay. whole enchilada. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Okay. Then to stop running the other desires, you know, stop, stop being distracted by that stuff. If you know there's nothing on that desire list, well then, no entertainment. Don't, don't bother about it. Don't do, don't invest any energy in manifesting that stuff. Yeah. And just get a perspective on concepts. Get a perspective. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs>